Hey folks, hey family, hey, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin with another millionaire midnight rent. How's everybody doing here? Uh, welcome to the podcast. I go live every night here via my Instagram account just to give people like yourself the opportunity to have a conversation with a multimillionaire, okay? Self-made multimillionaire. And before I get started, can I share something with you? If you don't mind, I love you. Okay? I want you to know that. I love you. I do. All of you. I care about you, and and I get it. I know I don't know a lot of you, but I love you. And I love you because even though you want to give up art, you may have... This feeling that it's not going to work out. I want you to know that it will. And I know somebody needs to hear that tonight. And I want to tell you this face to face. I know you're looking at a dark screen right now, but it's going to work out. I don't know when. I don't know how. But it's going to work out in your favor. Does that make sense? What's important for you to understand is every day of your life, you must be able to hold the vision of what you want. It doesn't matter what that want is. It doesn't matter what that desire is. You got to hold it in the mind. And I get it. You know, you're probably in debt. You got bills, broken hearts, getting older, divorces, breakups vices, addictions. But listen, I want you to continue to hold the vision of the man or the woman that you want to be, the man or the woman that you're destined to be. I want you to hold the image of that person in your mind every day. Even when it gets hard, it gets tough. Even when the business gets tough, the relationship, whatever gets tough, I want you to hold the vision of who you will be. And it will happen. And the reason why I can say that with all confidence because it happened to me. Like I'm so proud of myself. I'm so thankful of the man that I am becoming. The man that I'm evolving to be. And I'm thankful for even the mistakes that I've made. You know, I think back, all the financial struggles, all the bad decisions, the times that I didn't know what I was going to do. But the one thing I didn't do is give up. And I don't want you to give up. And if you have to continue to listen to my rants, if you have to continue to listen to my voice until you reach or enter your land of paradise, do it. I want you to consume your mind with this information. Somebody asked me, Weston, how do I get rid of negative thoughts? You know, I don't want to think about negative thoughts, you know. I'm trying to be more positive, but... 
It's like negative thoughts creep in. Consume your mind with positivity. Find someone that you admire, that you relate to, and consume your mind with their information. I have millions of people, and this is exactly what they do. Like I have, I've been blessed to have millions of fans around the world. So many people I haven't met, but I will meet you one day, all of you. Trust me, listen to me. I will meet you one day, all of you. I will shake your hands. I will give you a hug. I will kiss your babies, but I will meet you. And I have millions of people that are consuming their mind with my content because not because I'm a guru, I'm a god, I'm this amazing guy. It's because I'm positive. Because I expect more. People listen to me because I have learned how to transition situations that are fucked up into situations that are our blessings. And that's the only thing I'm trying to do to get the world to understand that wherever you are, you can be in the deepest hole, you can be in the darkest spot of your life, that there's a light that's ready to shine at the end of that tunnel. That even though right now it's 12 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock, it's nighttime, it's dark. But in about six to seven hours, the sun will shine. And I want you to understand this, that the sun will shine again in your life. Does that make sense? It will. Keep moving forward. Keep running the marathon. Stay on the field. Keep fighting. Keep believing. Keep stretching yourself. Keep going to the seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. Keep taking action. Keep removing people out of your life that doesn't serve you properly. Remove people out of your life that is not adding value to your life. Does it hurt? Absolutely sometimes. But it's necessary. Okay? So tonight, let's do another Q&A, okay? I just felt compelled to share that with you. Exactly. Many of you have seen me go from zero people in my life to 100 people watching me all at one time. I'm thankful for that. Many of you may say, oh, he's not making progress. He's been doing his rant for four years. And he's only had about a hundred people at one time. I'm thankful. You know how many years I had 50 and 20 people on this live, even though I had millions of fans or millions of people that followed me. I'm thankful for the progress. You know why? Because every person that is on this live, they matter. They're important to me. I don't care if it's one person or one million. It matters to me. And many of you, you know, when you look at your life, when you start to analyze your life, you may say, well, I'm not where I want to be in life. Well, remember where you used to be. Some of you are upset because you don't have the car of your dreams. Remember when you didn't have a car. 
Some of you don't like where you live, where you stay. Remember when you didn't have a home, you didn't have an apartment. You remember when you was praying to God for something, for an apartment, for a car? Okay? Some of you hate your job. You remember when you were praying to God for a job? God, please, I really need this job. Now you got it, and then you can't stand it. You're ungrateful. See, I've learned something just living on this planet that it doesn't matter what takes place in my life, negative, positive, whatever you want to call it, I will always be grateful for my situation because my situation is a creation from my past thoughts and decisions. So I'm always grateful. I want all of you right now to come into where I'm grateful. And I want you to come in what you're grateful for. Do it now, please. I'm asking you to do that. Come and just say, I'm grateful. When was the last time you said you was grateful? Many of you say, I'm upset. I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm depressed. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. When was the last time that you have said that I am grateful? And if you haven't said it in a while, say it now. What are you grateful for? When was the last time you've been excited? What are you excited for? You know, we are so married to our past. We're so married to the hiccups and the adversities that have taken place in our life. When was the last time you've been excited about something? When, of the, when, when was the last time that you've been excited of the expectancy of something? Okay. Well, I want you to get excited now. Because you're listening to your friend. Yeah, I'm your mentor. I'm your boy, but I'm your friend. And I believe in you. Get excited. Get excited about that. Like, I believe in you. I don't even know you, but I believe in you. You know why? Because it's 11 o'clock p.m. here in Houston, Texas, and you are logged on live with a pen and a paper taking notes. You got your headphones on. Some of you got your phone on your stomach. Some of you are holding the phone in your hand. Some of you are in the bed. Just got finished crying about your life. Some of you just got done thinking about what you're going to do <laughs> and take care of bills and debt, but you're listening to me. I'm proud of you. You hear me? I'm fucking proud of you. Because you're still here. Some of you are emotionally distraught. You're just tired. I get it. I know. Can I get an amen, please? Some of you are so tired. This is going to turn into a Sunday rant. I got to fly tomorrow, so I'm not going to get the opportunity to do the rant. Message to Sunday mindset, and so I do it tonight. You know, some of you are just tired. I get it, but you're still here, even though you're tired, even though you're exhausted. You're listening, and you're hearing a man that you don't even know that believes in you. I listen, I believe in you. Why can't that be enough? I believe in you, I believe in your intelligence, I believe in your work ethic. 
I believe that you're going to do it, whatever you want to do. I believe your business is going to be successful. I believe that you're going to find that man or that woman that you want. I believe that your life is going to get better. Your health is going to get better. I believe that you healed right now. I believe that for you. Why can't you believe that for yourself? Everything on this planet begins with a belief. Everything. Everything that you have or don't have starts with your belief in you. Okay? Oh, and I get it. I know some of you might say, I believe in you, Wesley Virgin, but I want you to believe in you. Right now in this moment, I want you to comment below and say, I believe in me. Just say it. Comment below. Just say, you know what? I believe in me. <laughs> I said that so many times when I was at my lowest. I would say, I believe in you, Wesley Virgin. <sighs> I believe in your, your fortitude, Wes. I believe in your bravery. I believe in your courage. I believe in your work ethic. I believe in your tenacity to believe that you will make millions. I believe that you will help and impact billions of people around. I believe in you. You can do it. You got this. That's what I want you to do for yourself right now. Tell yourself, get up. Listen, I want you to get up. Go to the mirror right now. Go tell you and say, I believe in you. <sighs> I am not sharing anything with you that I didn't do myself when I was just like you, uncertain, trying to figure things out. I still remember, I'm 30 years old, looking at myself in the mirror, saying, I believe in you, Wesley, bro. I believe in you, got this. I believe in you. I believe in you. You got it. I know it's hard. Fuck it. Go. Keep moving forward. Persevere. It's a new day. I believe in you, Mr. Virgin. I want you to realize something. You know, some people tell me that they're my biggest fan. You got to be your biggest fan. You know who's my biggest fan? Myself. No one's a bigger fan than Wesley Virgin for itself. I'm my biggest fan. Okay? You have to know how to Elevate yourself, motivate yourself, tell yourself that you got this. I'm the cheerleader for myself. You got to be the cheerleader for yourself. I don't need anybody to validate. Now, if they want to validate me, they want to tell me that I'm amazing, that I'm great. Great. Awesome. I do appreciate that. I'm grateful for that. But that is not other people's responsibility. If I want to pull myself out of a state of depression or pull myself out of state of stress and anxiety. It is my responsibility to do that. Not a doctor, not a psychiatrist, and not a fucking pill. You got to do that. You got to be your biggest fan. You got to tell yourself to get up when you're down. You got to dry yourself. You got to dry those tears when you're crying. That's your job. Does that make sense? Tell yourself who you want to become daily.
But first, you must know who you want to be. Okay? Questions for me here. Talk to me. I love it. I'm looking at the comments below. I love it. I love it. You guys say I love myself. Ooh, I love that. It's important. Oh my God, I like that Salvador. Mm, man, I'm sleepy. A little bit. Mm, had a the gym was rough. Two hours, baby. Put that work in. But I'm feeling good. You know, I'm blessed. I can't complain. I'm rich. I mean, come on. Now. Um, so question for me, folks. Listen, you know, shout out to my Genie Script members. Shout out to the Genie Script family. I love you so much. Thank you for believing in me and trusting me with the information that you are applying to your life daily. I do appreciate that. And I will continue to serve you here. So, but I want to ask you any questions here about business, mindset, manifestation, anything that you think or anything that you're struggling with. I'm here to be your mentor here. Um, I'm here to help you. Oh, I think I know why I'm sleepy. I sprayed that. Um, they have they have this pillow spray called Deep Sleep. I sprayed it down. Oh my God, <sighs> I can feel the effects of it, folks. <laughs> but I'm still gonna do the rant, folks. So talk to me. But it's good because I'm getting sleep. I'm getting shapey. Not sleepy, but shapey. Uh, okay, questions here. Talk to me. How many times should we experience gamma state meditation today? You can do it once a day. Questions here. Talk to me. You can ask me questions about the program. How does it feel to wake up and be able to do anything you want to do? Feels good. Diggy. Diggy Dawn. It feels good to wake up to do what I want to do. Um... It feels free, you know, just, it feels peaceful, relaxing. Like today, I got a bit, I don't know, I meditated twice this morning and I don't know, I got a bit 10, I went to the gym at 12, worked out. I mean, it feels good, honestly, you know, and it feels good to have money come in on autopilot. That really feels good. Sleep money. How many of you, that's where you want to be? You know, when the money just comes in, even when you don't go in. Mm. I love that. <sighs> just comes in. Sometimes you don't know what to do with yourself. You're like, man, the money coming in. What, what what am I doing? Like, I need something to do. I need something to focus on in life. Jesus. Right? Let me see. Uh, how long before you realized you had the power to achieve what your inner self was telling your subconscious mind. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a stubborn man. I'm a very dogmatic man, which means as, like, at the age of 21, 22, when I decided I was going to be rich, I didn't know how I was going to be rich, but I just knew I was going to do it. Like, I'm, I was that stubborn. I'm just like, whatever, you know, that egocentric. I was just like, I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. All right, so... I don't know. I just knew I was going to do it. I didn't know how. 
I, honestly, I didn't know how. But I was just willing to do whatever I had to do. And I did a lot of things to become the man I am today. And that's what I want to advise you to do. You just got to be willing to do whatever it takes. And I get it. You don't know what it takes. Now, I'm giving you a blueprint. But unfortunately, you know, success itself, making a ton of money is not linear. There's so many ways to make money. and so many things and so many routes that you can take to make money. But one thing that you do, excuse me, need to work on is your self-development. I'll tell you that. I'm sure every successful person or every rich person had a period of self-development. And that's, self-development is just not self-help books because every rich person doesn't just read self-help books. Most do, but some, they have meditation practices, mindfulness, they pray. Some just spend quiet time. Some just read a ton of books. They're always educating themselves. So one thing about rich people that you need to understand now is they love absorbing or inculcating knowledge, like just getting information in the brain because you need information to perfect the skill. Even basketball players have to absorb information to be able to perfect their artistry on the courts, football, whatever. You have to constantly be assimilating information. Make sense? And that's what I did, and that's what I still do. How can you help others to understand what you're teaching us is implement in our daily life? How can you help others to understand? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. Like, how many of you believe, and be honest with me, comment below, if you believe that I do a great job of articulating what it takes to be successful, how many of you believe that I do a great job explaining the steps of manifesting your dreams and manifesting the life that you want. Comment below. I think I do a damn great job of doing that, of explaining it to you, you know, in a way that you would take action on it. <clears throat> it's not complicated. It's not complex. <clears throat> it's very elementary, like third grader like. So all you need to do now is actually take action. Okay. Let's see here. I got my nine-year-old son listening to your rant with me in the car now, especially the man talks. He's repeating your content. I love it, man. Hey, shout out to your son, man. Much love. And if you're listening to this young man, keep listening, brother. Keep listening, young man. You're nine years old. I didn't start to read books or start to really take my life and my self-development series until I turned 28, 27, 28. If you're doing it at nine years old, you'll be a millionaire before 21 for sure if you continue to do it. I promise you. Keep listening to this information. And if you're a young teenager, I know some of your teenagers don't know what you want to do. I get it. But one thing I would advise you to do while you're trying to figure that out is Develop yourself. Listen to this type of information. Like, I'm a man, I'm worth $40 million. Listen to the guy that's worth millions. Listen to people or men or women that are worth millions of dollars. Pay attention to how they speak. Pay attention to their words and their beliefs, right? Because it's shaping you. The conversation that you're having daily, even what you listen to, it is shaping your beliefs for your future. So keep listening. It'll pay off. 
Let me see here. Um, <clears throat> You've unlocked to my subconscious mind totally. Made me pay more attention to my self-image. I love it, brother. I love you for that. <clears throat> what are some major disparities between rich and poor people? View relationships with others. Um, <clears throat> I mean, rich people... They invest their money. Poor people, they spend their money. Poor people complain. <clears throat> rich people are grateful. Poor people procrastinate. Rich people take action. Poor people plan vacations. Rich people take vacations. Like there, There's so many, right? So many disparities here. Uh, rich people, poor people, they... Have other people sign their paychecks? Rich people sign paychecks. Poor people wait on people to pay them. Rich people pay themselves. Right? There's a long laundry list of the differences between rich and poor. Honestly, right? <clears throat> rich people believe in themselves. Poor people doubt themselves. Poor people tend to be stressed, overwhelmed, depressed, and doubt. Rich people tend to be happy, excited, grateful, and optimistic. Get it? So which one you want to be? Comment below, please. So are you saying it's the mindset? Absolutely. It is the mindset. It's the mindset. You know, when people ask me, well, how do I get rich? It's your mindset. How do I make more money? It's your mindset. But some of you are like, ah, oh, it's not the Oh, I got the mindset, man. Wes, just give me the technique. No, you don't have the mindset. Because that's impatience. If you had the adequate mindset to make your millions or to start your business, you wouldn't be so impatient. If you're an impatient person, well, you still need to work on your mindset. You still need to listen to self-development, audio. You still need to prime and educate yourself. Okay? Um. I've seen my video on your Genius Trip success story. Awesome, awesome. Absolutely, brother. Pizzle Love you, brother. Thank you, Fowl. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm loving these comments here. Here's a heartfelt question. And I'm not trying to come from a negative place, but I have a big heart and I cannot ever treat and I cannot ever treat people. What's the question, Blue? Blue Jay? You didn't finish it. What if I'm trying to rock? Oh, God. Come on, guys. Keep it positive, please. Want to be rich and I want to be successful, but I do not want to be arrogant. Or ever live down and any money who struggles no blue. I don't understand your English here. Not sure if English is your first language. Just use Google Translate, folks, if you need it. Hey Ferrari, how are you? What's up, Nanya? Calderon, how are you, Mildred? Eduardo. 
questions for me. Talk to me, folks. We got 80 million people in here. All praise to the most high. God is the greatest. Let's go. We are elevating. Can you not see it? We are elevating together. More people. Okay. I'm going to break the internet. Instagram going to give me a call and say, Mr. Virgin, can you please not go live at that hour? You're shutting down our servers. Just watch. You'll see. My picture looks like a man. I'm not. Just have shortcut. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Pizzly. Pizzly. Young lady. How do we find our own path? How to request, how to come back indecision and doubt? Yeah, you know, I get it. The best way to find your own path is to create it. You create it by just taking another sheet of paper and say, you know, what do I want? What do I want to do with my life? And until you, you don't have to focus too much on like how you're going to get there or what skill or what profession or what schooling, what degree you need. Just think about how you want to live your life. I give example. Like when I, 10, 10, 15 years ago, when I wrote down exactly what I want, I said, I want to wake up whenever I want to wake up. I don't want to wake up to an alarm clock. I wrote that down. I said, I want to wake up to the bacon and the eggs and the grits being cooked on that stove by myself. I swear to God, I put that, I wrote that down. I said, I want to be able to look out my window and look at my beautiful city, Houston, Texas, outside my window here in Houston, Texas from my bedroom. I said, I want to have a maid that's going to come clean my apartment every single day, wash my clothes, and basically organize my life every single day of my life. I want to be able to choose to drive whatever car I want when I drive to the gym. I want to choose the car that I want to drive. I want to be able to fly first class. Excuse me. Fly first class around the world. Okay. And I want to stay in five-star hotels. I want to have transportation that is selected for me, luxury transportation. That when I get off the plane, there's a sign for me. Either says Virgin Media or Wesley Virgin. And they get my luggage and they put me into a beautiful Escalade, Mercedes, whatever, G-Wagon, doesn't matter. But that's always going to happen for me. And I want to be transported to the best hotel in that city, in that town, in that country, in that province. Like I wrote this down. As a matter of fact, whenever I travel around the world, I want the same exact amenities that I have here in Houston, Texas. Like tomorrow I'm going to Columbia, right? So I fly, my, my assistant, she's been in Columbia for a week. When I, when I land, there will be somebody waiting for me to put me in the car. That's going to take me to my Airbnb. That's going to be already stocked with food. Chef is going to be there preparing my meal. And I'm going to have my clothes that are there because my sister, she took my clothes in advance. They're going to be folded. They're going to be hung up properly. My protein shakes are going to be there. My creatine, my vitamin D, vitamin B, vitamin A, vitamin C. Everything's going to be there as if I never left anywhere. Like I wrote this down, folks. And it's exactly what's happening in my life. So for all of you that don't know your path, I want you to think about and write down how you want to live your life. Like, how do you want to live? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And be very detailed about it. Okay? Now, a lot, a lot of you may say, damn, that's a beautiful life. 
It is. But I created it on paper first when I had nothing. My life today is not a surprise. Like many of you know, I'm going to Columbia. I'm starting my first reality show, which I will produce and video myself. I'm going to pay for everything. And eventually it will sell to BET or I'm going to sell it to some network for millions and millions of dollars. How? Well, because we're going to upload the content to the Internet, obviously. It's going to be my lifestyle. It's going to be me speaking and talking and you got to see my fabulous life. I mean, it's, gonna, it's an extraordinary lifestyle. But I designed this lifestyle 10 years ago. Okay? I designed this lifestyle 10 years ago. <clears throat> if you're not detailed, you can still manifest, but it might not be exactly what you want. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be detailed, folks. Be detailed. Write it down, script it. Okay. Hey, Natalie, how are you? Hey, Cherise Gallagher, how are you? Shout out to all my queens on here tonight. Charlotte P., how are you? How did you get to the point where you felt you were already rich before it actually happened? Um, honestly, a ton of self-development, man. A ton of self-development. I will listen to self-development in my car. I was listening to self-development audio at home. I was listening to self-development audio at work. Like, I really consumed my mind with this information for years. And <clears throat> obviously, I got around people that were in my industry. Like, you know, I'm in the industry of internet marketing, so... I got around these people. I was flying to different cities and states and going to seminars just to get around the people. So I did that for years. And then finally it clicked. You made a click for you. Hey, Kim Ben Hari, man. Hey, beautiful for real. How are you? I like the way you say my name. Charlotte? Okay. 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 Well, Charlotte, it's just my sexy voice. I mean, I have a great voice. You know, I've been blessed to have a a good voice. I, I mean, I have a perfect voice. The vo the voice is just it's just something that you want to listen to all night, huh? All right. Can you imagine having pillow talk with me? Women only, by the way. Right. <laughs> oh God, here. I listen to your money affirmations everywhere. Thank you, Vicky. Love you so much. Hey, Wesley. Why so many upsells from your affiliates? Can it be too much? No, no, no. It's never too much. The more upsells, the better. I mean, you get upsell so every day of your life when you buy a car, when you buy an apartment. I mean, it's all, they're always going to upsell you. Insurance. Like you buy an apartment. They say, well, you want some insurance? <sighs> you want your trash taken out? I mean, it's always upsells, folks. Just like when you go to the go to Target or Walmart. You want to donate a dollar to the blah, blah, blah fund? It's upsell. It's always an upsell everywhere. So we just do it as well. Have you ever had a lymphatic massage? No. I have not. While you're doing your reality show, you're 
still doing your podcast. Absolutely. Because the reality show is just going to be just my life. That makes sense? Like, going to be cameras in my house. Going to be a cameraman following me. When I wake up, when I eat, I'm going to be talking. I'm going to go to the gym. When I go out to dinner, you know, you guys going to see all this stuff. You'll see me with my boot. You're going to see everything, okay? Just a life in my lifestyle. When I travel, when I fly around the world, when I buy cars, whatever, you know, whatever I want to do at any moment here, you know, when I'm on different shows and different podcasts, things of that sort. Talk about leadership skills. What would you like to know about leadership skills? Thanks for the follows, Troy Harrison. Thank you for following me. I, I do appreciate that. Hey, Tracy Gloston, how are you? Marv. Hey, Wesley, I have about five products with Warrior Plus, but I'm having a hard time capitalizing because I'm getting lost somewhere. No updates. Um, so all you need to do, honestly, with Warrior Plus, just model... Just model another product that's doing well. That's it. Whatever product is doing well, just model them. (sighs) What should we focus on as we build teams? Well, whenever you're delegating or building teams, make sure you get quality people. Quality people are people that are loyal to you and that has a hunger to learn. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that that you have to hire the most, you know, smartest people on the planet. Because you can always teach people, you always mentor them. But I like to hire loyal, hard workers. I love those type of people because skill through hard work will and can be cultivated. Hey, Wes, who were who were the mindset coaches and what were some of the podcasts you listened to? Mm, I didn't listen to any podcasts, honestly. Me personally. Podcast wasn't a big thing in, in the beginning of my journey, so I don't think there were any podcasts. I'm telling you guys my age right now. Huh? Where do I find quality people? Would it work for you? Well, it depends on the industry. I mean, what industry are you in? When is your next seminar? I'm not sure yet. I will be two leader for 15. Okay. Yeah, skill can be cultivated, folks. I mean, obviously. I mean, anybody can learn how to do something if they have the willingness and the desire to learn it. I just like people who are loyal. I like people who don't waste my time that are hard workers. They don't give up. So can Fiverr help me with designing all the sales sites on Wario? Absolutely. But Mikhail, you need to get somebody to write the copy. It is people, and I know them all, obviously. Um, there are people that are on Wario Plus that will 
write the copy for you. I mean, that would create a product for you. Right? And I, every once in a while, I do help people, but you got to pay me like $30,000, honestly, to do that. Anything but Warrior Plus, like, because I can give you the right people, which would be guaranteed money, but it's $30,000 you need to pay me then. I'm going to hook you up with the right people and you will make money from the product for sure. You'll make at least double your money back. But I haven't did that in a while, honestly. How do I navigate through this West? Continue to manifest my dreams and goals. But navigate through what? Can you speak on the different levels, methods of manifestation and how we determine where to start? Well, I told you where to start. You got to know what you want. You got to have an intention. Manifestation is easy, folks. First step, know what you want. You have to have an intention. <sighs> Second step, get very clear about what you want. Write it down every day. You got to consume your mind with your goals and your desires. Why do you think, listen, you ever thought about why you're always tired, why you procrastinate, why you doubt yourself, why you don't believe in yourself? Because those are the thoughts and the beliefs that are running through your mind daily. Okay? That's all you're thinking about. Okay? So, once you know what you want, once you're clear about it, then you have to feel as if you already have achieved it and take action. Okay? Yes. Does YouTube still work as it did in the past? Yes. Absolutely, Eduardo. And thanks for the gifts, brother. Do you hire people to hold sign at the airport? Uh, well, yeah. Those are the drivers. Like when I land in Columbia, my assistant, she already set it up. I have a staff in Columbia as well. Um, in Medellin. Yeah, they'll be waiting for me. Of course, they'll greet me. And then they'll take me to the, um, the car. To the car. And of course, you have to pay these people. Of course. What's next here? Thanks, Nas. Nas is here, guys. I have not given up. Awesome. Cheryl FX. I'm a teachable trainer. Awesome. What are three things that you never want to live without? You know, I don't know. That I don't want to live without? Money? Um... Food. <laughs> and, um, hmm. Books. I like to read. How do you like Columbia? Oh, I love Columbia. I've been I've been there several times. I love it. Which is why I'm moving. Hey April Hunter, how are you? Wes, I remember you saying whenever we have plan in our brains will determine the next five years. Absolutely. Dequavius. <laughs> sex, sex. I was thinking sex too. Yeah, maybe I can't live without sex. You know? 
What can I, you know, maybe I can live without, I think I can live without sex. I mean, hmm, it's a good question. Does blowjobs count? No, I'm just kidding, folks. <laughs> um, let me see here. Do you get stuck in the traffic downtown? No, I don't, I don't drive downtown. Next question for me, folks. Hey, Melva, how are you? Araceli, how are you? Jeff? Alex? It's been 12 years, but I'm doing just fine. Wow, you've been celibate for 12 years? That's awesome. Why do you have some, so many clothes? King West, because I love clothes. I love something new. Any bad breakups? How you move on? Um, I wouldn't say bad breakups. I've only been actually called one woman in my life a girlfriend. And let's just say that relationship was very toxic. And this was so long ago. Am I 20? Like 20, 29. And that was my first real relationship, by the way, folks. Like, when I actually called somebody my my girlfriend, give it a title. And um, it was just so toxic, man. It was a toxic. Oh, God, that was just so toxic. And I had to let her go. So I broke up with her. I let her go. And, of course, they always come back. You know, I mean, every woman I've ever dealt with, they always try to come back. <laughs> but, you know, usually I don't let them back, you know. <laughs> I just don't, man. You know, usually when I'm through, I'm just through. Kind of put them in a box, honestly. But, um, no, I mean, I've never had a broken heart, folks. I mean, I'm not going to say I've never been a little bit sad. But I'm not sad too long, honestly. But i never had a broken heart. Like, no one has never really just, I guess, hurt me. I've never been hurt in a relationship to the point that I really cared, I guess. I don't know. Never. Um... I've hurt some women, unfortunately, but, you know, it is what it is. But um, I would say this. If you want to get over a person, you got to consume your mind with something else. Like, man, if you had a bad breakup, go to the gym. That's what I do. Like, if I had a issue with a woman and, you know, it just, I don't know, you know, it's just not the best situation. And you're thinking about it. Just go work out. Like, that's what I, I just... I go to the, and I work out. I just create my better self, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes I appreciate when it don't work out with certain women that I care about because it really takes me to the next level, honestly, in my life. Business-wise, health-wise, everything. Just makes me want to be a better person, so I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, so, man, just go to the gym. Be the best version of yourself. Show that woman what she's missing. You know, if she broke your heart, if she left you or cheated on you, whatever, just progress. Make progress. She's still going to watch you, right? Just make progress. How do you say no to family? Like this. No, Denise. That's it. 
Wesley Virgin has never been in love. I have been in love. Actually, I have. Let me, let me think. Hold on. Let me tell you how many women I've loved in my life. One, two, three. Let me think. Maybe three or four women I loved. I I have a different philosophy when it comes to love. Love is much more than a feeling for me. It's a choice. Because you're not always going to feel love for a person. They're going to piss you off. They're going to annoy the shit out of you, whatever. You know, so I um, I love with, um, it's a choice for me. I choose to love someone because I've been with them for a while. I've been with them for a while. You know, I watch how they treated me, how they conduct themselves in different situations. And I say, you know, I love this person. Right. So, um, yeah, of course, I've been in love. Right. Of course. I love love. I love being in love. Actually. I love loving people. Honestly, I love loving a woman. I love it, man. I love taking care of a woman. I love just treating her like a goddamn queen. I love it. But every woman don't get that part of me because I'm just very selective. But uh, I love loving women. And I'm an action taker, which means I'm not just saying I love you. I'm going to show you my love. Okay? As soon as I discover what your love language is, I'm going to give you what you want. A lot of men have issues with that. Some men may say, I gave her everything. Yeah, you gave her everything except what she needed and wanted. That's why it didn't work out. You have to pay attention to your woman. I pay close attention to my woman. I mean, you have no clue. I pay close attention. I tell every woman I've ever been with, I say, let me tell you something. This is going to be the most fascinating experience of your life. You would never find a man like Wesley Virgin in your life. She says, well, ever. <laughs> uh, it just, you know, maybe one day I will interview a woman I've talked to in the past. She could tell you all about me. But, but I mean, it can be an emotional roller coaster with me. I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, it can be great, but then mm. <laughs> and we, we, we will have some lows. Okay, it's coming. It is what it is. Okay, but more highs than lows, right? What's next here? Uh... Whoever she is, she better take care of your heart. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I've been, I'm so, I'm very grateful because I've met some outstanding one. Like even the young lady I'm talking to right now. I mean, she treats me like gold, man. I mean, oh, she treats me very well. I mean, insanely. I mean, my God, you'll you'll see. I mean, you you guys will see her eventually. Don't worry. But she treats me very well. I've been blessed. I mean, almost every woman I've ever been with, they treat me very well. I mean. They treat me like a goddamn king. They really do. Um, so I've been very blessed, honestly. I've never had an issue of a woman mistreating me. Like, I wouldn't even tolerate that. And I wouldn't even be attracted to a woman like that. I usually attract women who are just like me. Like, I mean, I'm a giver. I care about people. Yeah, I know sometimes I can be very direct. And sometimes you may think I'm rude. But I have a very compassionate heart. I have a very... um What's the word I'm looking for? I know how to empathize, right? I'm a very compassionate, man, 100%. Like, I care. You may think I don't, but I do. 
So, um, yeah. What's next here? I want to see your type. <laughs> Go live with your woman. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, but I'm taking my time, man. I'm, You know, I'm taking my time. I'm not rushing anything. You know, even with the person I'm talking. I mean, I'm not rushing anything. I'm not in no hurry to do anything with anybody. Um, because I have a vetting process. You know, I like to get to know someone. It can be for a year. <laughs> I mean, honestly, before I decide if this person actually going to be mine. But I'm just taking my time right now. It's no rush. No hurry. Just taking my time. Right now, my purpose is number one for me, honestly. That's my purpose. That is my goal. My purpose. So other than that, you know, everything is pretty much secondary for me. You will meet your match. What do you mean? Listen, this is not a boxing match. I don't know why people say that. You will meet your match. Like, what, what am I, a boxer now? My match for what? Petite and pretty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I do like petite women. Not necessarily like super skinny, though, folks. But, you know, but smaller women. Because I'm a bigger man. Like, I'm 220 pounds, right? And I'm 6'1". So I just like little adorable women. <laughs> that makes sense. I like my fun size, adorable, you know, little pretty girls. Mm. So I can just throw them everywhere and slang them all. Just throw them. Just, you know, do all kinds of insane things to them. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, folks. <laughs> you like white women? Absolutely. Of course. I like all women. I used to date a white woman. I date, I mean, I've dated plenty of white women, honestly. Only have great things to say about the white women. Lovely, lovely woman. Do you have a driver for every country you do? Uh, usually, yeah. Let me go to you, me. Let me see your questions here. <laughs> Uh, how do I manifest a God like you? You know, that's a good question here. Um, and it's not hard. You just need to know what you want. And then you need to know what you're willing to become. Because you have to become a certain type of woman to be able to manifest a man like me, right? I mean, I just pride myself. And listen, obviously, I'm going to say I'm the best selection as it relates to man on the planet here but you should say that right but honestly there's no competition with men out here man oh my god men are just they the lazy i mean i don't know let men just god this is no competition honestly right so i would say this if you want to manifest a man like myself you need to be a patient woman you need to be an agreeable woman you need to be a submissive woman you need to be a woman that just like you need to go out your way. I I like in my previous uh, relationship about the previous woman I was dealing with. She she was amazing because she would um she was very proactive. Like she knew if something was wrong with me, she would just 
fix it. Like she would do something. I, if I'm sick, she'll send me a DoorDash for some medication. Or she'll send me some soup. I mean, this how this girl was. Uh, phenomenal, right? Uh, you have to be you have to be proactive with me and like myself, right? Because obviously we have everything that we've ever wanted. So with men like myself, we want a woman to nurture us. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I'm being transparent here. I want a woman to take care of me and take care of me like a baby. Like I'm honestly, at the end of the day, I'm a big baby. You may, yeah, you may think I'm a hard ass and I'm this powerful seal, but I'm like a big baby. I want a woman to take care of me, feed me. You know, feed me some food, cook for me, rub my back, ask me, am I okay? How you, you know what you're thinking? You know, I, I mean, yeah, I want a woman to take care of me like a baby. My mom, she did a great job with me, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you because my mom was, my mom is phenomenal. Oh, man, my mom is perfect. And honestly, I gravitate women that, that are like my mom. My mom is very nurturing. She's very kind, happy. Right. So, yeah, I would say that the, I guess the most important thing, be proactive. Like if you ever get the opportunity to have a man like me, be proactive, like just do things. Don't wait to do stuff like just do it. If your man needs something, just make it happen for him, you know, because he's probably not going to do it. Right. <laughs> like me, I'm never going to go to the doctor, but this, this woman, she will make an, a doctor. She will make the appointment. Like she'll make it for me and say, "Hey, we got you got a doctor appointment. You need to go to the doctor. You need to go to this." Blah blah blah. I mean, she pays attention. So I would say that too. Pay attention to your man. I mean, you just you got to pay attention, man. You know, sometimes if you think he's feeling down a little bit. Give him head. You know, honestly, give him a blowjob. You know, turn him on, rub him up. You know, and just give him the best blowjob. You. I mean, I know you. You know, I know some of you may say what, but no, yes. Like, you have to be that way with men like myself. You know, your job is to keep us happy, keep us feeling relaxed. It's your job. Because we can have anything. You got to remember, we're not the typical man. We can have anything. We're rich. And and if you're rich and good looking and fit and athletic, come on. We can have any woman. We can have most women, Okay. So it's like, what type of value can you add to this man's life that he just think about you and he just can't stop thinking about you? Make sense? Because typically women don't have to do anything. They don't have to try hard. I have a nurse lingerie outfit. Yeah, there you go. I had, listen, my one and only girlfriend in my life, let me tell you what she used to do. She was phenomenal. I mean, this girl was, she was good. She was a black girl, too. And I remember one day, she knocked on the door. And I'm like, who's knocking on the door? She snuck outside, knocked on the door, and she had this beautiful maid outfit on. And she was sexy. It was a lingerie maid, and she was looking good. And the maid, I still remember the name. Her name was Renee. And I, I don't know, we had a great experience. I'm, I ain't going to lie. Renee... I tore that ass up. I mean, you know, I was like, I don't know. I mean, we were just doing this role play. But she created this. It was her. She did this. She was like, I'm Renee. I'm going to give you a massage. I'm going to clean your house. And where's your wife at? She's here. She's got, I mean, it was just amazing, right? It's like I was cheating on her with her. <laughs> it was amazing, I'm telling you. 
It got to the point I just wanted Renee, man. Uh, then I'll tell you something else she did. I mean, I'm just reminiscing right now. So for my birthday, she just wanted one for my birthday. I don't know. She took me out to dinner and she was in a car. I swear to God, this is exactly what she did. Women, I'm just giving you some pointers, right? Because, you, you know, with men like me, you have to keep it spicy because if you don't, we get bored. Like, like a man like me, I get bored quickly and I get annoyed quickly. So uh, she in a car and she did it just like this. She says, you want me to pull off my panties? I'm like, what? I said, yes. She pulled them panties off in the car and we went in the restaurant. And that just say that my finger was not in my plate eating my food while I was in the restaurant. I'm not going to say no more. But that was amazing. It was just, and see, I still remember that, right? So <laughs> you got to be creative with men like myself, right? Powerful men. Make sense? All right, next. I feel like you should be bigger. Why don't you make guest appearances? What do you mean? I am bigger. I'm bigger now. I mean, how many people? You know, it's so funny. Even when I have 800,000 or 800 people, people going to say, well, you should be bigger. You should be more. Listen, everything is happening right now in my life. It's on point. It's happening exactly how it's supposed to happen. I'm grateful for it. Okay? I'm not missing out on anything. It's so nasty, Wes, but I love it. Of course you do. So what happened to her? She seemed interesting. Yeah, that was the toxic one. She was toxic, though. I'll tell you this. I hate to say this, but listen. Before you decide to date somebody seriously, ask extensively about their childhood. Okay? Ask them about their relationship with their parents, their mom and their dad, and what type of household. Now, listen, I'm not saying that I had the best childhood, but my parents were pastors of a church. They didn't curse. They didn't drink. Yeah, I got whoopings all the time, but but it was just a structured household. Like, there were no drugs going on. Nobody's cheating. I mean, so it was like, a vanilla household was normal. But, and I'm not saying that women or men are incorrigible, that they can't change, but if you date someone that had a very interesting childhood, tragic, traumatic one, well, you better be careful. And see, the woman I was dating, she did. So she would do things that I just couldn't understand, man. She would go crazy sometimes. She'd be throwing stuff. That was insane to me. Like, I would never do anything like that. She would hit me sometimes. So it was just crazy to me. Like, I just, I couldn't comprehend. I couldn't live that way, right? So, um, yeah, it was toxic. What's up, legal think tank? How are you? What time are y'all going coming home or something to change the plans tonight? What? Okay, I'm confused. Yeah, it's the unhealed childhoods. So, you know, ask questions about people's childhood. Because if they haven't healed from that, um, eventually you will experience that. So usually now I typically want to date women who had very just normal childhoods. You know, just normal. 
you know, not all this crazy and drinking and, you know, abuse. You got to be careful with that stuff, man. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but I, I can't deal with it. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I can't. Never. I wish you could see my question. Go ahead, Maya. What's your question, sweetheart? Thanks for the badge, PK. She probably grew out of it. I used to be kind of toxic too. Yeah, and I, and I truly believe that, you know, you can change, obviously. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and it's no fault to her. She was a phenomenal woman. She just wasn't a woman for me. So that's why I had to let her go. And then she would use her sexuality to manipulate me. I give example. And she was really good at it. She, like, anytime we would argue, and I hated this about her, she would disconnect. She would just don't want to talk. And I don't like that because I want to talk. Like, I want to communicate. So she would just not talk to me. She would answer the phone. And then in a week, because I, I stayed right down the street from her. That's a whole nother story. And she'll knock on my door, and she'll come over, looking good, looking really good, right? And then we end up having sex, making love. And it was just, it was always the same thing, man. It was just like a, it was like a record player, man. It was just like, you know, she knew how to do it. She was good. I mean, she just, oof, it drove me crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. So I had to get out of that situation. <laughs> I learned. I learned quickly. Okay. What if she listens to your rants while you are talking about her? Shout out to Michelle. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, I think she's married now and have another baby. So I'm happy for her. You know, whatever she's doing. I haven't talked to that woman in a decade. Nah, I wish her the best, man. She's fine. Like I said, she wasn't a bad woman, though. No. Let me tell you something. One thing about Michelle, she did teach me how to love because she loved me very early on. And I didn't know how to give nor accept love. But this woman loved me. When I was overseas, she would send me packages. Care. I mean, she flooded me with so much love. I didn't know how to handle it, honestly. So she taught me how to love a woman, honestly. So shout out to her for that. She really did. She's probably not. No, she's not listening, folks. Trust me. She probably forgot I exist. Hey, Jenny. Does all three of your kids have the same mother? Yes. I love you too, PK. Folks, are you getting value here tonight? I'll go a little bit longer because I'm not going to be able to do the rant. The Sunday mindset message, I'll be on a plane tomorrow. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do the Sunday mindset message here. So, we'll do it tonight. If all I do is work from home, where is a good place to find a track a good financially stable man? Good question. You know, good question. Um, hmm, That's a good question. 
You work from home. So, you know, you got to get out, Maya. You got to get out. What are some places success? You know, honestly, like me, I'm successful, but I don't go anywhere. The gym. Go to the gym. You know what? Because some successful men, very successful men, they don't like going to the club. Not all. Some do. But, and you don't typically want a man to just want to be drinking and popping bottles every single weekend. Go to the gym. Okay? Every, a most successful man, they do have a workout routine. So go to the gym. You will meet them there. Because they're very disciplined. And they're fit. So, you know, look cute. Look good. And make sure you make yourself approachable. You know, some women, they want men to approach them, but they're not. They don't have open body language. Make sure you have, like, if you see a man you like, he looks at you, smile at him. Jesus. Like, smile at him. Give him the go. Give him the green light, right? So he knows. Because he might not just approach you. But it is true. People in the gym, they do ignore each other. I mean, people do be side-eyeing people. They look here. They look in the mirror. You know, it, it happens. But I would say just approach people. Like me. If I like somebody in the gym, I'm just going to go up to it. But usually people, women typically come up to me or they find a way. Like, men, I'll tell you some of the things that women do. Women might put themselves in proximity of you in the gym. Like, you be working out and then she's working out right next to you all of a sudden. Or she looks at you. And you look at her, you look at her. Again. Like, if a woman looks at you twice, go. I mean, she's just not, she knows how you look, so... If she looks again, that means she's trying to get another look, okay? If a woman compliments you, I mean, duh, obviously. If a woman say, hey, can you help me with this? Yeah, she's giving you the invite, folks. Men, just letting you know, okay? And I get it, you know, sometimes, listen, you know, and listen, it's just everything I just said, take it with a grain of salt, right? Because you're right. A, a young lady just said, well, no, I just want that machine. You're right. Some women just, you know, they work out next to you. They're not even thinking about you. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Just approach. I don't know. If you want it, go for it, you know. Or catch you in a parking lot. You know, we should leave the gym, whatever. Yeah, you go to a five-star hotel and go to the restaurant. Go to five-star um, um, restaurants and go to the bar. I mean, those successful men are everywhere, man. Come on now. But successful men hang out where successful people. Five-star hotels, five-star restaurants, and the gym. Golf courses, private country clubs. Okay. Are there many women at Equinox? You know, I go to Equinox. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. You don't know. I, it's not any attractive women at Equinox. <laughs> Uh, not really, not my type, honestly, you know, um, yeah, but Lifetime, like Lifetime here in Houston, Texas, Greenway, oh God, Jesus, a ton, if you want to find, that's like a club there, I swear to God, I mean, you have some beautiful women there, for sure, airport lounges are a good spot, no, okay, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, like, if you, if you fly in first class, and you go to the first class lounge. It's a lot of men out there, and people are very receptive. I've never really did. I don't really. I don't. I don't really approach people like that. I have to really like you, honestly. 
Like the young lady, I'll tell you how I met this young lady. I think I told a story already, like the one I'm talking to now. Uh, I was in Spain and I went to what they call uh, the most popular club in the world called High. And it is. If you ever go, it's an experience. It's it's insane, folks. Um, they have a DJ in the bathroom. <laughs> it's crazy. And the DJ is like Kevin Harris, you know, those top DJ people. But um, she worked, she worked VIP at the door. She was like the VIP person that takes care of all the people that buy tables. Now, these tables, they cost between ten dollars and $50,000. I got one, obviously. And they're on the balcony, and she just takes care of these people. And I saw her. Mm. I had to have, I mean, she was, I mean, listen, I don't typically see women that I like. But when I saw her, oh, I had to get her. She, I, I had to find a way. And maybe one day I'll tell you how I got her. It was a task. Like, she wasn't easy at all to even get her information. But when I say she is gorgeous, <laughs> I mean, you'll see. All right, what's next? Yeah, she's not just gorgeous. She's very nice. And that's what I do. I like nice, kind women. That's important for me. Like, you could be gorgeous. I used to date one woman. She was a uh, Latina. Gorgeous. But, man, too masculine. She just had a nasty attitude at times. I hated that. That just makes you ugly, in my opinion. I thought you didn't go to clubs. Well, I mean, I travel. Pizzle. Pizzly. When I travel, yeah, I go to the club, of course, at least one time. We only went one night. It was for Herman's birthday, so that's why we went to Spain for his birthday party. And that club was insane. That was a, an amazing night. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, I mean, that club holds like 9,000 people, just to let you know. It's insane. It's a movie. Really, it's a movie. If you ever go to Ibiza, Spain, go to the club called High. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the next? Next question for me here. Hey, Cheryl. When's her birthday? January the 16th. I'm going to be 25, guys, this year. I'm going to be 25 years old, man. All praise to the most high God is the greatest. 25 years old. Uh, How old is Herman? I don't know. 30-something. What book are you reading right now? Um, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, Jared the 15th. Okay, Maya. Capricorn. Let's go. Folks, I am 25, folks. What are you talking about? I'm turning 25. You're too young for me, Wes. Yeah, I'm sure. Jared the 13th. Oh, I love it. 46? Who's 46? Tristan, you are a lie, and the truth is not in you. No, sir. No, sir, ski. I'm December 15th. Okay, Tammy. I guess we are going to post our birthdays here, huh? Hmm. I'm 60. Whoa, Denise, I love it. 60 years young, huh? 
1980. Salvador. I feel like I'm 25. That's what's important. January the 27th. Wow, we have a lot of January babies here. What is this, an astrological birthday rant right now? Folks, I don't know why you guys posting your birthdays. No one is going to give you a gift. I'm sorry. If you have the genius group and listen to when you said you had your first daughter, how old were you? When can we can do the math, Wes? Okay. Why is Columbia more f- fun than Houston? Well, legal thinking. Have you been to Columbia? I'll tell you this. One thing, the quality of food is 100 times better in Columbia. Literally, you can eat anything in Columbia. You won't gain the type of weight that you get here. The food here is just so fucked. I'm not going to lie to you. It's bad. It honestly just messes up my stomach to the point that I can barely eat anything here. It's because I've traveled to so many places. So the quality of food. Um, I like the energy in on Columbia Medellin. Everybody's happy, honestly. Very happy people. You know, very kind as well. Uh, also, the weather is perfect all the time. 70 degrees. All the time, by the way. You don't need AC in Colombia. Um, yeah, weather's always good as well. You know, the cost of living is very inexpensive, too. And I just want something different, you know? And I'm going to be... Translating my products to Spanish, to Espanol. And I, I want to learn uh, Spanish fluently. I will. Isn't it a sex tourism spot? Every spot is sex tourism. Even in Houston, Texas, folks. You know, people say, oh, you're going to Columbia. You want to be a passport, bro. You want to go talk to these beautiful women that give you sex. First of all, you know how many... Hookers and prostitutes are in Houston, Texas, or gold diggers, or women that will have sex with you for money in Houston, Texas. Go out. You will see. <laughs> so, um, do men go to Columbia because, you know, women are more beautiful? Yes, they are. Are they more open? Yes, they are. And do they have prostitution on it? Yes, they do. But they have that everywhere. I think men go to Columbia because women are just kinder. Honestly, they're just very nice people. They're very nice women, and they're gorgeous, and they're open. And everybody in Columbia is not a prostitute, folks. Come on now. They have certain spots where they do that, but if I'm not, I'm not in those spots. I'm not living in those spots. But just Colombian women, and I'm not going to get no Colombian women, folks. But Colombian women in Colombia, very nice, and they are gorgeous. And they're nice. Like they don't have added. Even they don't like you like that. They're not. They're not stuck up. They're not gonna. I mean, they're just very nice people. It's because like even this the Latina culture, like Colombia, Dominican, or whatever. Um, they how they were raised. It's more family oriented, and in the states, it's not like that because you know, you know, states. You know, you'll be lucky if you have a father and a mother that lives in the same house together with no divorce. But like in like Colombia or these other Latin type countries, um, family is very important. So they grew up in a very structured, loving family household. So 
the women are just very loving people. Make sense? <laughs> and listen, we're not saying that you guys are not gorgeous too, my queens. My, you know, for all my queens that stay in America or Europe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we know you're nice. You're amazing too. You're fine. You're beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, we're not saying that. Have you been to Brazil? Absolutely. Same thing with Brazil. Gorgeous women as well. Very nice. Very kind. But they don't speak English. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're amazing women. You know, listen. A lot of men, like the passport bros, they go to these countries because, I'm going to be honest with you. Let me tell you why they go. Because they're there. I mean, a lot of them. Like last time we went, oh my God, man. So many Americans are there. Black black men are there like crazy. Like in Colombia or Brazil, they're there. Listen, you know, regardless of how beautiful they are, these women are just kind. They're very nice. I'm just being honest with you. They're very nice. They're not argumentative. They don't argue with you at all. They just don't. They're very nice women. And they cook. It's just the truth. I'm just being honest with you, women. If you want to know why some of your men are... They're going to these countries <laughs> because they're just nice to them, right? You know, regardless of the beauty, it's just men. They just want a nice woman and they just want somebody that's kind to them. And they just kind, not because of what the men have. They just kind because they just like that. Make sense? I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. But me, I can get women anywhere. I don't care. You know, I don't go to a country, just go get women. Yeah, women just, they're easy. It's not, it's not difficult on this one. Yeah, yeah, and they and they love black men. I mean, everybody loves a black man. I ain't gonna lie to you, you know. Every race loves a black man. It just it is what it is. Every woman wants a Tyrone. I'm just kidding. What's next? <laughs> Tyrone with a big nose and big lips, huh? But you don't want to get married though. So why is family oriented important? I didn't say it was, listen, when you grow up in a family and family is important, which what I'm saying is it's loving in America. A lot of families are toxic. That makes sense. Like, you know, you might have a mama that may cuss you out and she not, maybe she's not even being mean to you, but maybe y'all do it as a play thing that happens in America, right? Your mom may curse you out and say, bitch, you're a little slut. I'll talk to you crazy. And I get it, you're playing, but you know they don't do this in other countries. You know they're very loving people. Like, they don't play around and talk to their daughter. They don't demean their daughter, belittle their daughters. They don't, man. They just they're loving people. They're loving. So if you have a a girl, a woman that was that grew up in a loving household like that, she's gonna be loving to to you, to men, to to anybody. She's gonna be a very happy person. Make sense? Like the young lady that I'm dating right now, I mean, she's a very happy girl because she had a great childhood. She said, I had a perfect childhood. It was amazing. How many, how many American, I mean, I, some, I get it, but you know, how many American women just had, just said that their childhood was like amazing or the best? Some, 
but not a lot. Can you tell us something about Colombian men? I don't know. I have nothing to tell you about them. I don't know. You're trying to find love? Oh, God. Here we go. I'm not finding no love, folks. I'm not going to Colombia for love. Are you kidding me? Come on. When you achieve a goal from your vision board, do you take off the image? No, I leave it. Me, I'm just chilling right now. I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. You know? What is it about black men that women love so much? Ask the women. Women, why do you like black men so much? There you go. I think, well, my thoughts is because they're funny. I mean, they're good looking. And women love a man with dark skin. I don't know something about the skin color. They love it. Especially outside of this country. Women love dark skinned men. I don't know. They just love that skin color. I don't know. And they're funny. You know? And they're great lovers, I guess. I know I'm a great lover, so. <laughs> Why is it that people need to go through pain in order to get their shit together? I don't want to go through pain in order. Yeah, unfortunately, the reason why people typically go through pain because <clears throat> pleasure is not a motivator. It's not enough of a motivator to make people take action. Right? Before a person stops eating a lot of food, you know, you may have a person say, oh, I just can't stop eating so much. You know, and they fat and they won't change until they have a heart attack. Even though before they had a heart attack, they could have changed, right? They could have got some pleasure being skinny. But pain is a motivator for all of us. We don't move or we don't change because of motivation or inspiration. We change because of desperation. And that's just how it is. Right? Because pain is just... We're all familiar with pain, man. And we do more to avoid pain. We do, people do more to avoid pain than to achieve pleasure. Make sense? You do more to avoid pain than to move towards pleasure in life. Something to think about. What's the next year? Yeah, it's not about the BBC with the black man. You know, all this because BBC, nah, come on, it's, it's, not a, it's not even about that, honestly. That is a myth, you know. This, you know, black men are just charismatic, man. They're very charismatic men. They just have the swag about them. They're very interesting people, you know. <clears throat> and it is what it is. Can you talk about the importance of Giving fellatio to your man. What do I do when my jaws lock up? You continue to do it. Yeah, I mean, if that's a serious question here. When your jaws lock up, you continue to give your man fellatio. Of course. So what? 
if a woman, you know, not to be, the, the lady asked the question, so I'm just going to answer it. I, like, I've had women, I mean, he'll, 45 minutes, man, 45, 60 minutes, giving me fellatio. And women, listen, it, I mean, maybe it's painful because the jaws are locking up, but some women pride themselves to finish the job. And I like women like that. I like a woman that would finish the job. Right? So so what if your mouth is locking up? Continue to move forward. Yeah, you got to keep going. Of course. Because <clears throat> all that means is you just, you need to learn your man, right? You need to know exactly what's going to make him ejaculate, right? So, you know, everybody, every man has their own style or their own preference and if you have a smart man he will he will teach you i've I've taught many women how to give proper fellatio of course can't just be sitting there and hoping for the best no 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 you got to educate them i have no problem with educating a woman tell exactly what i like what i want <laughs> i mean sometime it may take 45 minutes sometime it could take 10 minutes five minutes. I, it all depends. All depends. What's next? Next question for me. Uh, what's next here, folks? Why did you stop dating black women? I never stopped. Who said I stopped dating black women? I didn't stop. Tell us about the women you want to marry or why I don't want to be married. Not at this point in my life. Did you move yet? Yeah, Beverly, everything's in process. Everything's in process. Officially, I'd be in Columbia full time in December. You know, won't be back to like maybe January. Daughter has a birthday. Her sweet 16. Can you take your money out of the broker's account at any time? Of course. It may take a few days, but absolutely. When you reminisce on your experience as a rich man, what comes to mind? Well, I'm rich now, so there's nothing to reminisce about. I mean, I'm rich now. Why no marriage? I mean, why? I don't, what, what's the point? I don't want, you know, honestly, I don't see any benefits of getting married. Give me the benefits, folks, and give me something that's actually tangible. Don't tell me, whoa, somebody to love you, somebody to support you. I can have all that with a woman without being married. So I, what's what's the benefit? What's the benefit, folks? There's not any tangible benefit to being married. You just got to give me all these intangible things such as love and commitment and support. Whatever. Get out of here. If you don't want to get married, then you're probably not in love. Do you agree? No. Oh, God. You guys need to educate yourselves. You know, folks, you need to read some books. I mean, me not wanting to get married means that I'm not in love. I mean, I've been in love many times. I mean, I want to get married. 
I'm logical about marriage. I mean, what's the point? I don't think it's even a smart decision business-wise to get married to anybody. You know? Why can't I just exist with a person? If I ever got married, it would just only be for the woman, honestly, if I was just forced to do it. Right now, I'm married to the business. How do you become digital store number one seller? Man, you got to have a ton of affiliates. And the offer must be great. How can you avoid taxes when you take from the investment? No, nah, I mean, you got to have to pay the tax, obviously. No, I am 25. I am, tw- no, no, Eduardo. I am 25. All right, folks, I guess I'm going to let you go here. Hey, did you get value here tonight? Are you going to replay and rewatch this rant here tonight? Okay. No, I'm not 40. Princess Diana, I'm not 40. I'm 25. 40? Wow, that's too old. No, I'm, I'm 25. 25, folks. See help, trust me, I'm 25. Go look at my Instagram page. Hey, I love you guys. Did you get value here tonight? Come to our value. What are some subliminal messaging that ordinary people are exposed to on a regular basis? Music, TV, social media. All day long. Thanks for the follow, Maya. Folks, all of you should be following me right now. Right now, I want you to go follow me now. Come on now. I'll be here tomorrow, folks. I'll be here tomorrow night. I love you so much. Um, send me your prayers. You know, pray for me. You know, I'm flying. I'll be fine. But, you know, I'm going to be flying to Medellin, Colombia. So, you know, send some good vibes my way. Make sure I land properly, of course. And I get back on here so I can be able to talk and speak with you from Colombia. Colombia, no. Right? But other than that, folks, I love you. I appreciate your time. And I appreciate you trusting me to be your virtual mentor here. Your multi-millionaire mentor. Right? And I love you. Okay? Say it back. I love you. Say it back. I'm listening to you. Say it back. I love you. Okay? Send me some love. Send me some love. Some love. When last time I heard I love you? Hmm. I think my daughter and my son, they always tell me they love me. I say, I love you. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. Love you more. <laughs> oh, my queens, they always come through. I do appreciate all of you. Hey, guys, much love. I'll talk to you soon. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Keep fighting. Work right now. And let's go.